Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with AI author, strategist, educator, and consultant Kavita Ganesan. She is the author of The Business Case for AI, the founder of Apenosis Analytics, and AI strategist, educator, and consultant. Over the years, she has advised Fortune 500 companies, as well as mid-sized to smaller operations, and has helped deliver numerous successful AI initiatives. With over 15 years of experience, parts in the trenches, and then out of it to advise leaders and teams, Kavita has seen a range of problems and practical applications of AI, leading to failed and canceled initiatives. Her mission is to change the status quo. She aims to see many more wins at the adoption of AI through mindset changes, sound strategies, and education. She's got a great approach and story. Enjoy. Well, hey, again, it's great to meet you. And to begin the conversation, I want to start off with what we all lived through for the last three and a half years, which was a pandemic. And how did you get through it? And how has it changed things for you now that we're kind of in this post-pandemic era? Yeah, so the pandemic was interesting. So the, I had two problems. One, I had a, a, a father who was sick. And he was overseas and he was getting sicker because he couldn't get treatment for his cancer uh, because there was all this lockdown. But at home, uh, I had to keep things going. So I had quit my job and started writing a book, which is how uh, my book came to be, The Business Case for AI. Um, And I was keeping afloat just by taking walks, hikes and trying to do things that will keep me um, not going, uh, so to say, in a depressed mode. <laughs> yeah, so just yeah. Uh, making yeah. the most out of the outdoors. But at the same time, I was worried about my dad, who was, whom I couldn't visit, and he was abroad. So, uh, but we managed to get through it, and um, yeah, eventually, just recently, he had passed away, and uh, because of the cancer. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, so just, I think I would say 2022 is when I started getting back more into the normal mode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's the worst part of the whole process yeah. was losing people and having to yeah. go through things that were already adding fire to what was already happening. You know? Yes. And so. finally, what, what, why he really passed away was because of COVID. He got oh. COVID while being a cancer patient who's compromised, whose immunity is compromised. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the trick. I know there was a lot of people that had to be very careful that had anything that could have triggered anything. So I'm yeah. sorry to hear that. But um, uh, so I'm I'm curious, when I look at your resume and all of the mm-hmm. aspects of what you do, there's a lot that's going on. So to simplify it just a little bit, I want to put you in front of a bunch of third graders. It's career day. And one mm-hmm. of the kids looks up and says, hey, what do you do for a living? How would you answer that child? Oh, <laughs> interesting question. Um, well, I develop intelligent bots like Google search, uh, YouTube search. So things that you're already searching for, I develop things like that with uh, intelligence behind the scenes, like robot-like intelligence. So that's what I do. And it's in the form of software, not the hardware. Okay. So when you were in the third grade, what did you want to be? What was your dream to grow up and become? Yeah, I think I was uh, interested in engineering from the very beginning. And then as I got into teenagehood, I was developing a lot of software on my own. So that got me in that computer science trajectory. 
Okay. Which is how I'm here today. Yeah. So let's go back to the beginnings of your life. Where were you born and raised? And what were these seeds that were put into you to want to be in technology, to develop software? Yeah. So I was raised in Malaysia, born and raised in Malaysia. And um, my dad uh, was an engineer. And um, I think seeing him, I, I got that inspiration to do things that he's doing. And also, I had a grandma who used to say, you need to be doing engineering. You need to be doing engineering. So that that planted those, the, they planted the seeds. And I really, I think, was good in um, solving like problems and logic. So, so engineering was a natural thing for me to get into. So do you, is your preference Mac or Windows? Mac or Windows, I would say applications of Mac. Okay. So applying Mac to do things. I've always heard that when they developed those operating systems, Macintosh was made for the regular people. It was easy to use. It made sense. Whereas Microsoft was made for more accounting people, people that were in hardcore business. Have you ever heard that? Um, yes. And I actually started liking Mac when I uh, was forced to use it to do um, some of my programming work. And then I started to really like it because it has a natural way of programming. It has the terminal where you can easily run things and yeah. you don't have to like open up other software. You can just do things from the command line. Yeah, you're totally right. That's true. Terminal is very effective and easy to get to and to run what you need to get done. Yeah. It's almost like with Microsoft, you have to almost be like a Da Vinci Code warrior in a book where you have to crack a code and find it and do all yeah. these special things. Yeah, they're trying to match up with Mac, but it's not as intuitive. Right. I get that. So clearly you are in support of AI. It's a part of what you do. For anybody out there that's skeptical because AI has become the, the main thing that everybody's thinking about and talking about. How would you calm down skeptics and 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 make sure they 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 understand that AI is actually a good thing for us? So AI can be a good thing, but it also can be a bad thing. So that's right. a bad side to AI. So the good thing is it can uh, help us in the productivity side. So to write an email, maybe it can uh, rephrase some of your words or proofread for you. And that proofreading is really really. Um, time consuming but the ai system can do it in real time really as you're typing it's it's proofreading yeah um yeah. so it can augment a lot of workflows like that like even voice search behind the scenes it's ai it's taking your voice translating it to text and then feeding it to google so it, it really makes things uh makes our lives easier but at the same time you have the bad actors who could use ai for really bad things like say in a war setting they can use ai to hyper target uh people and attack them from from far so you can do a lot of uh harm just by using ai so let me ask you this who's been kind of an inspiration or a hero for you in your life and your work and everything that you are um i would say my dad has been a big role model. Like I see him working hard and um, see him really expand his business, which is how I got 
my ideas to have my own business. So I would say he has a he has had a big influence in my life, and also all the professors and teachers in my life. Uh, my PhD advisor um, he taught me how to think, how deeply about problems, and also how to be a good person while doing that. Like you don't have to be this mean professor <laughs> and and do AI. You can actually be a really um, good person he was he let me do my phd partially remotely and no professor does that and so he taught me both kindness and deep problem solving thinking yeah so a lot of people have influenced me but i would say the two most prominent will be my dad and the professors in my life so if you can meet one person alive on the planet right now whether it's in technology or otherwise who would you love to meet and talk to um well maybe elon musk yeah yeah what what would you like to ask him uh what is he thinking what is he really thinking <laughs> like what <laughs> uh what's all this um uh, i mean is this just to get attention or are these really your thoughts like uh -huh. whatever he, all the drama that he's creating in the media I, I'd like to know if it's really what he's thinking or it's just for attention. Okay. All right. That's that's probably one of the best questions that I've ever heard anybody say that they would ask him because I'm, I'm curious too. Because Twitter's just really like a ship that's sinking. Like no one wants to yeah. do it. Mm -hmm. He's charging fees. He's doing everything mm -hmm. that's anterior. He's changed the logo, changed the name. It's like he intentionally wants to kill it off. Yeah, yeah. So I want to get to the depth of what he's really doing yeah. and why. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me ask you this. What is your motivation every day to do the work that you, that you do? What what gets you out of bed? What gets you to want to accomplish your goals and to help people? Yeah, so for me, it's a combination of a few things. One is I, I love helping people. And two is I love this whole AI problem solving aspect. So being a consultant combines... Uh, both of these uh, qualities. So to me, getting up and working with the people I work with, getting their projects ahead, really keeps me going. It keeps me um, intellectually going and learning. So that's a critical aspect. So I'm constantly learning. And I'm learning on the business side of things. I'm learning new AI stuff. I'm learning a lot of things that I wouldn't have learned by just being an employee. So, so that's what, what yeah, yeah, no, I get it for sure. So what has been one of your best success stories as a professional? One that always puts a smile on your face? Um, I would say when a client comes to me uh, with a very vague problem and I'm able to take that problem, solve it for them, and then they actually have a working AI solution, That's and doing that multiple times has been very rewarding. Like, now I know I know for sure that my thinking is on the right path and I'm able to do it again and again and again and see see them progress. So that's really um, that really gets me going. So let me ask you this. You know, AI has been around for a while. You know, we've had Google Home. We've had Alexa. We've had all these devices and things. Siri. But why do you think it is all of a sudden now it's the thing that everybody's talking about? It's becoming more prevalent. How did that happen? So 
I think a lot of it is due to the people attached to it. So it's all these big figures, it's Microsoft, it's OpenAI, and they're getting a lot of publicity from uh, generative AI. Um, so, you know, right, within three months, they got like uh, millions of users sign up to ChatGPT. Yeah. And yeah. that was like, you don't really see uh, such adoption. And, but you saw that with ChatGPT. So just the fact that there are so many people using ChatGPT gets others interested in ChatGPT and everybody wants, wants a piece of the pie. So either they're trying to make money out of ChatGPT or they're trying to use it in some way to improve their LinkedIn post or something. So they, they I think it's a, a lot of it is due to FOMO, fear of missing out. Yeah. So they're trying to keep up with what's happening. So. Let me ask you this. If you had a dream tonight, you ran into a much younger version of yourself, say, you know, when you were graduating high school and you could give that version of you a piece of advice based on the wisdom that you've gained in your life up to this point. What advice would you give your younger self? I would say um, limit the self-doubt because a self-doubt is um, limiting. It, I find it crippling, actually. So when you limit the self-doubt, you can actually do a lot more and you have confidence in what you do. So that's what I would tell myself because I used to criticize myself a lot. Like uh, up until recently, I'll be like, you could have done better. You could have um, said more things, but really it was, it was okay. I did okay. Yeah. 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 So of all the things that you've done and accomplished and overcome up to this point, what are you the proudest of? I would say getting rid of employment and getting into the business arena, although it's very risky, I I managed to build something which I'm continuing to build. So I, I would say that's my biggest um, professional accomplishment. So as a writer, what was the first book that you ever read that really made you want to either read more or become a writer someday? Yeah, there was this uh, book called One Page Marketing Plan. Um, so that book really got me thinking about this whole business thing in a more in-depth, uh, in more in-depth. And also the way the writer presented his ideas uh, showed me that books have impact. And I can impact others using this vehicle, which is a portable vehicle. So that so that book really got me started into reading more and reading more got me into wanting to write. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's how the progression went. So everyone out there has a perception of you, all these people in your life, family, friends, mm -hmm. clients, colleagues, but you ultimately are in control. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? Um, I think I'm a person who likes to see others succeed. Um, in It could be my mom, it could be my husband, it could be anyone, but I'm always trying to help them succeed in what they are doing. So that's who I see myself as. So if anyone wants to pick up the business case for AI, learn more about you, reach out to you, anything about your world, where can they go? Uh, first to my website. It's uh, my first name, kavita-ganesan.com. And they can also find me on Amazon or LinkedIn. Excellent. 
Kavita, thank you so much for your story. Thank you for your time. This was wonderful. Best of luck with everything. Yeah, thank you for having me, Joe. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. Our esteemed theme music was composed and produced by the great E.E. E. Pointer of Kansas City's River Cow Orchestra. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. <laughs>